When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to MQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And this is the first time I get to enjoy this, guys. Like, you know, my first NFL season with you guys. And so they're all they're all these new segments that uh, I get to partake and all sorts of fun stuff. And now it's time for NFL Power Rankings. We have one week's worth of data, one week's worth of games, and enough of the whole, yeah, you know, it's one week, you know, we've got a whole season. No, let's do the overreaction right now, guys. So, Aaron, who are your current top five teams in the NFL right now? I'm glad you mentioned that because we do have to do a little overreaction because we're doing this after one week. So we can go off some of last year or maybe what we think overall, but I'll have a little overreaction in here as well. Number five, you guys are going to love this one. We dumb boys. I had to do it. Let's go. The Cowboys. They were dominant. If you didn't hate them, they would be much higher after that game. I agree, but I do hate them, so that's why they're at number five. (laughs) They were dominant, and yes, it was against a very bad Giants team, so I'm not going to give them full credit. Uh, It was a division game, though, and I do know that division games can get really weird, and the fact that they totally blew them out, it just goes to show – I mean, the offense looked good. The defense is really good. So they have the Jets this week. That spread is at nine and a half, but I got to hand it to the Dallas Cowboys and get them mm-hmm. into my power rankings. And number four, the Jags. They will need to be better against the Chiefs this week, but this will be a big test. Um, you got to take advantage of Travis Kelsey potentially being out. The Jags were in an absolute shootout against the Chargers. I mean... Gosh, that was wild, putting up 31 points. So I like what I see from this offense. They've got to keep it going, though. Number three, this one was tough, but I can't take them out of my power rankings and overreact that much. Chris Jones is going to be back. We'll see about Travis Kelsey. Uh, The Chiefs offense struggled against the Lions. This is another situation where I'm not going to look too far into week one. I said all offseason, and I think some of us agree that, hey, the Chiefs could get off to a slow start. That's a situation we could all see happening, and we're not going to worry about it and panic. So I'm not going to panic about what I saw in week one from Kansas City. Number two, you know where I'm going. Philly, baby. It's the Eagles. I admit they gave me a scare against the Patriots, but it is week one. I I do believe some of these teams we saw, 
you know, they're go there's going to be truths and lies from week one. So hopefully, you know, we saw a little bit of a lie or, you know, that the Eagles will continue to improve and handle their business and get things going. They should be able to handle their business against a guy I love, Kirk Cousins, but in prime time, I like the Eagles, and I'm not worried about them losing. And at number one, it's the 49ers. Brock Purdy. Man, he actually could be the real deal. I mean, we have seen first-rounders, even first picks, number one picks, turn out to not, to not be very good. So maybe Mr. Irrelevant can be good and carry this team. It was pretty magical what we saw from him last year. So, gosh, I mean, not much else to say about the entire roster that they have. Hopefully they can stay healthy. And the defense just manhandled the Steelers and made Kenny Pickett look like a totally different guy. So very impressive mm -hmm. what I saw from the Niners. So Niners at one, Eagles two, Chiefs three, Jags four, Cowboys five. Mm. No commanders? Nope. No, no Kirk Cousins, not the Vikings, just Kirk Cousins on the list. Yes, yes, honorable mention. He's number one in my heart, but not in my oh, power rankings. We'll see. We'll see if you feel that way uh, tomorrow, because it sounds like you're taking the Eagles. Yeah, I haven't made a Big decision number. on that one yet, but uh, Kirk in prime time still worries me. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Number still All seven. Right. Yeah, I wonder if it gets six and a half. All right, I'll go. Uh, this scares me, Aaron. We agreed a lot more than I expected. A lot more. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with number five, I'm going, and I thought I was going to mix it up, but no, because it was Aaron in Aaron's top five as well. Uh, I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, they're not top five when it comes to the Super Bowl odds. You've got to move down a little bit. But I uh, still believe in this team. I think there's the potential for them to be up there, one of the top seeds in the AFC. So uh, nothing that I saw from this past week. They weren't super sharp. Gave up a little bit too much on defense. But uh, I still believe in the Jaguars a ton. So I slotted them in at number five. Then I went with the Eagles at number four. You know, I do, have, I do have my Eagles concerns. I do have some concerns. So it wouldn't shock me. I mean, there are some really good teams that we're keeping out of our top fives. So it wouldn't surprise me at some point if Philadelphia does get moved out of there. But, you know, they're so explosive on offense. I didn't like what I saw in the second half against New England. I'll say that. Yep. The secondary uh, injuries and guys they, they're missing from last year, they're piling up. They're, it, it's looking like this just might be an over team all year. We shall see. I think Thursday is going to be a really interesting matchup. But I put Philly in there at number four. Number three, listen, sometimes you've got to ditch your priors. And maybe we were all trying to be the smartest person in the room. Uh, they were just – maybe this was the most shocking result. Maybe more shocking than what the Rams did to the Seahawks. Just the way the Niners completely manhandled Pittsburgh on the road. It was – just a beatdown. There's no other way to, way to put it. Second in yards per play with that offense, and may, maybe they don't have a top 10, top 12 quarterback, but they're like every other unit is top three to five, right? <laughs> I mean, whether we're talking about play caller, defense, 
the weapons on offense. So I've got to put the uh, Niners in there at number three. Number two, I go with the Kansas City Chiefs. They lost. I don't care. Chris Jones is back. They might get Kelsey back. So, I mean, how different is that game against the Lions if they have those two players on the field? I think it's a different result. As long as Patrick Mahomes is healthy, this team is never leaving my top three. It's not going to happen. So Chiefs number two. How about them boys? Number one, week one, power rankings. No reason. High on the Cowboys, all offseason, and then they just uh, completely embarrass the Giants on the road. Love it. The defense was strong. That's going to continue this week against the, uh, the Jets offensive line. So put the Cowboys one. So I go Cowboys, Chiefs, Niners, Eagles, Jaguars for my top five. Nicely done. Nicely done. Okay, here's my uh, first ever top five here on BetQL Daily. First off, I want to mention real fast that the Cincinnati Bengals fell out of any contention for my top five. I was just looking at success rates among quarterbacks from week one. Joe Burrow was last at just 25%. That to me is bad enough to where you go, okay, they're out of this. So uh, Mm -hmm. they are not in my top five. But Uh, Leading things off at number five is the Dallas Cowboys. Best defensive performance of the week as far as EPA per play allowed. But what I am expecting is a little bit of conservatism in terms of offensive play calling. So I think it's something where they're going to be shooting up the board very soon. But if you're blowing out the Giants 40 to nothing, you don't need Dak Prescott to do very much. You don't need Tony Pollard to do very much. Mm -hmm. They will need to show me something offensively. They just didn't have the opportunity to do it. So they're at five for me. Number four, the Buffalo Bills. I don't care that much about what happened in week one. There were a lot of really fluky things that went against Josh Allen and company. Last year, Josh Allen ranked 10th in interception rate. It was a rough start to you know this year, but one of those picks in the four turnovers caused by Allen, it wasn't costly. It pinned the Jets inside the five-yard line. So not all interceptions are created equal. Allen does have a slightly higher interception rate than you would like, but it's not devastating as far as I'm concerned. So I think they'll be just fine there. They'll regroup. And so this is something where you definitely don't want to overreact. Number three, I have the 49ers. I think when we're evaluating Brock Purdy, we forget that he can actually throw the ball down the field. And this was really something that San Francisco was missing. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was much more of a deacon dunk kind of quarterback. Now with Brock Purdy, they can actually use the intermediate part of the field to become that much more dangerous. It's why Brandon Ayuk had his coming out party. Uh, Purdy went 9 of 10 for 151 yards and two touchdowns on intermediate throws. That's 10 to 20 air yards. Perfect passer rating on intermediate throws. He continues this, then the 49ers are going to be at number two or number one. At number two for me is the Philadelphia Eagles. I do believe that regression is coming for this football team. It just hasn't happened yet. Jalen Hurts can still be an effective quarterback, but without Shane Steichen, I have some questions. Once things really get interesting for them, and I get that the Patriots nearly completed a comeback, but look, the Patriots are going to be a good football team all year long. Maybe not making the playoffs good, but that's not – the worst thing in the world to only win by five to new England on the road. So that's just fine. And at number one, it's the Kansas city chiefs. 
It's Pat Mahomes. It's Andy Reid. You've got Travis Kelsey coming back. You've got Chris Jones coming back. I need more than a one-point loss to the Lions to be convinced that the Chiefs aren't the best team in football right now. Um, If they have a bad game against the Jaguars, then fine. They'll go down. But until that happens, I think the Chiefs are still the best team in football because they have the best quarterback in football and the best head coach-quarterback tandem in football. So Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, Bills, Cowboys. Biggest takeaway. First off, all three of us have a different number one team right now in our power rankings. I think that's pretty interesting. And the other thing, all this chatter about how the NFC, rather the AFC is so much better than the NFC. Let's see, Ed, you just had one, two, three NFC teams in your top five. Aaron had three. Three. And I had three. All of us did. Yes, we know it's top-heavy, but we're also saying that the top-heavy part of the NFC is just as good as the AFC, if not better. Mm -hmm. Right? That's a good point. Yeah, Yeah, I actually didn't think about that. I I love that uh, takeaway from the power rankings that I actually had more NFC teams. And here I am sitting here looking at futures thinking I can't pick an NFC team. Maybe that's part of the reason why, which one of these is going to be the cream of the crop. The other thing is I think two and five, Ed and I had the same in the Eagles and Cowboys. And then Joe, you and I had the same teams, just different orders, right? I know. That's what scared me. I was like, this is nuts. We never agree that much. I can't agree yeah. with Aaron like this. <laughs> well, and, and, we do and not put... discuss these. <laughs> well, and, and, and to piggyback off of this idea, Joe, that I have the Jaguars uh, at a much lower place than you guys do, an AFC yeah. team. And to me, you know, there is a path for the Jaguars to make the Super Bowl. And if they do, probably siding with the NFC team. And so there are additional arguments to be made why an NFC team could very well win the whole darn thing if the right matchup is presented. Ed had the Bills in, I don't hate it. Neither of us did, Aaron. So that that was certainly notable. Nobody put the Bengals in. All the Joe Burrow love of the last couple of years, after that performance, nobody wanted to go there. And I would say the biggest, yeah, overreaction. The most public team after one week based on MVP, Uh, The line coming up this week, division odds, offensive player of the year, Miami Dolphins. I think if you get a different group of people, there's going to be some that would find reasons to put the Dolphins in the top five. And let's not talk about the the defense that gave up a million points. Mm -hmm. I mean, Tua was special. I think I need to see more, and it's Mm -hmm. hard. It's just hard for me. It was hard for me to put them in. There's so many good teams, you know, that they just didn't make it's, it for me. It's tough Not right ready now. for yeah. the Ravens. Yeah, nope. that was yeah, an that's easy the other one. Leave, leave off the list. Yeah. yeah. I just the offense for the Ravens rankings. didn't look like, uh, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing, you know. I need to mm-hmm. see more from them. Sure. Uh, I just spat out my rankings for all 32. I have the Jaguars 11th. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Don't a lot of people that run their own numbers, have, are they lower on Jacksonville? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of yeah. us are. Just That's, because, yeah. you, you know, you have offensive line questions. 
that the secondary for Jacksonville is going to leave something to be desired. And mm-hmm. especially as they go up, you know, it, it's a, it's a weaker schedule that they have, but they go up against better quarterbacks than you really are going to see if Trevor Lawrence can compete in a shootout. And I have questions. I'm thinking the winner of Cincinnati Baltimore will probably crack somebody's top five next week. The Browns could be in the conversation too. Really good defense. Yes. Offense need to see mm-hmm. more. <clears throat> exactly. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board and give our dedication to Taylor Swift. That's right here on the BetQL Network.